Hello sa ating mga listeners. Uh, ako si Pia Renata, one of your hosts for Campaign Convos. Welcome to another episode of our weekly Kudahan and Chikahan about the campaign season. And very timely ang topic today, all about endorsements. So, the power and the limitations of a political endorsement. And sobrang relevant because as we know, the headlines of today are all about uh, Pantelian Alvarez, former Duterte ally, former House Speaker, going full-blown Lenny, becoming a kakampink, or like not really a kakampink, but you know, supporting her candidacy. And um, it's really kind of a, a tragic development for another presidential candidate, Panfilo Lacson, who ended up losing that crucial endorsement of um, no less than his own party or the party he ran under for president. So uh, maraming uh, other endorsement developments that we saw in the past few days, and we really want to dissect this. Um, so it's the topic natin today, diba? Like, maraming nangyari, PDP Laban endorsing Marcos, NUP endorsing Marcos, and the ever-elusive Rodrigo Duterte endorsement. So uh, before before we get into the meat of the discussion, magpapakilala muna kami. Uh, again, I'm Pierre Nada, and I cover the ISCO and Doc Willie Tandem. Hello everyone, I'm Aiko Ray and I cover Team Pacquiao Achenza. Sorry, I was muted. Hi, I'm Beko Pin. I cover primarily Sara Duterte but also Pongbong Marcos Jr., the unit team tandem. Hello, ako si Rambo Talabong. Kinocover ko ang nabanggit ni Pia ang malungkot na Senate, Senator Pampilo Lacson at saka Senate President Vicente Soto III. Hi everyone, I'm Jairo Boliedo. I cover the presidential bet of Partido Lakas ng Masa, Calyode de Guzman and Walden Delia. Okay, so yun na nga yung topic natin about political endorsements and napapansin yung pag-election season, di ba? Palaging may headline na X endorses Y. And um, maybe you, you guys are wondering why is it such a big deal when some person endorses another candidate and uh, bakit some endorsements are more headline-grabbing than others? So, like, for example, today, si Pantelian Alvarez, uh, marami pa namang mga politicians who in the past endorsed others, but Bakit sobrang matunog si Pantaleon Alvarez endorsing Lenny? Like, why is that such a big deal? So, siguro maybe just to explain, parang maybe we can first ask Rambo because story ni Rambo to. And ano exactly yung, bakit ang laki ng, ng, ng headlines about this? Why were so, so many people aghast about this development? And what does it say about the nature of political endorsements? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first, uh, ipapasok ko ng definition ko ng endorsement, no? Um, definition is when someone carries your name. It's not just you endorsing, showing support. It's also a commitment that you will also do everything in your power to uh, attain a political goal. And in this case, para maihalal si Lenny Robredo. At napakalaking endorsement ito for Pantaleon Alvarez, um, especially since meron na siyang initial commitment. Nag-commit na siyang ibigay ang kanyang makinarya, ang lahat ng kanyang pwede ibigay kay Ping Lacson. At ano siya eh, U-turn siya papunta kay Lenny Robredo. Kasi... Mahina daw yung ratings ni Ping Lacson. Bakit mahalaga ang endorsement ni Pantelion Alvarez? Balikan natin ang kanyang um, history, political history. 2016, crucial siya sa, sa election ni President Duterte kasi siya rin yung in charge sa ground, um, on the ground grassroots organizing. At yun yung sinubukan niya i-replicate under Lacson pero hindi siya nakikitang mag-reflect sa kanyang surveys. Kaya nakita, dito rin natin nakita na sinabi niya kinuntot ni Senator Lacson kanina, humihirit na si Pantaleon Alvarez na para lumalakas yung itong kampo na ito. Pero yung survey ratings ni Lacson, hindi siya tumataas. Lagi siyang single digit. So another part of an endorsement is, iniisip siyempre ng mga nag endorse sulit ba tong endorsement ko? May patutunguhan ba to? At dito natin nakita nga na ang inendorso ay si Lenny Obredo lang. Pero the Partido Reforma Party, Pantaleon Alvarez, still retain its endorsement kay Senator Tito Soto kasi may nakikita silang pag-asa pa doon at ang uh, he is the biggest contender kay Vice Presidential Frontrunner Sara Duterte nakaaway ni Pantaleon Alvarez which is another story to tell but that so far I think are the those are the dimensions of the endorsement that we see at play in the endorsement of Pantaleon Alvarez it's a big decision it's a promise of machinery and support and also it's a it's a commitment. You don't want to put your endorsement to waste. Yeah. So, you know, another endorsement we saw na matunog today actually came at the heels of the Partido Reforma endorsement of Lenny was the NUP endorsement for the presidential race frontrunner na si Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. So, Bea, can you tell us, bakit parang, parang was it uh, deliberate na at the heels of that Lenny endorsement? And uh, what does it mean na 
parang nagtatalunan yung endorsement for Marcos. Kasi we, we know also a few days ago, right, si PDP Laban Duterte faction endorsed Marcos as well. So how does this affect right. like the team and what does this mean for their candidacies? No, I, I was, it, it was funny kasi, kasi nung lumabas, actually, nang una siyang lumabas publicly, nag-post si Congressman Duke Frasco. Uh, he represents uh, the 5th district of Cebu province. But he posted pictures of Marcos attending an NUP meeting, he called it a meeting, yeah, apparently in Soler Resort. As parang from there, parang tahimik muna. And we were talking to the NUP officials, like, what does this mean? Does this mean endorsement? But nagka-flashback lang ako nung 2015, because I remember months before the 2020, 2016 elections, magdaka-big meeting ang NUP, tas literally dumating isa-isa yung mga matunog na candidates for the 2016 election. So, I remember Grace Poe, Jejo Marbinay, Marroas, and even Bongbong Marcos Jr. Parang isa-isa. Parang, parang sila nag, ano, nag-thesis defense sa NUP. Nag-present sila ng mga plano nila. Parang basically trying to woo the party. I don't recall anymore what NUP was in 2015-2016. Pero for 2022, they have 40 incumbent congressmen, 10 governors. For the 2022 elections, they have 59 congressional candidates, 12 gubernatorial candidates, and thousands. Hindi was the exact number ng LGU candidates. So, back... Oh, so, Bia is encountering internet... Important, but you're familiar with... N- oh, sorry. There. Parang I feel like people don't really, aren't as familiar with NUP nowadays compared to, let's say, a PDP Laban, Lakas CMD, lalo na ngayon, di ba, parang ubusbong na siya din uh, in the political scene. Pero parang NUP has always been this a, a major player in, in national elections especially kasi nga parang medyo wide pa rin yung local reach niya. And why does this matter? In every election, lalo na kung presidential election, sobrang important yung machine nila na yun. Uh, lalo na kung hindi administration candidate, although in this case, technically parang admin candidate na si Bongbong Marcos kasi uh, PDP Laban has thrown his support behind him. And this is also why PDP Laban's endorsement matters. Like beyond the elusive Duterte endorsement, you want to tap the machinery of the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung machinery, parang baka isipin ng mga tao na kung sinasabi ko machinery, ay mandadaya. Ganun. Hindi ibig sabihin, hindi, hindi yun yun. Parang yun yung local network ng mga local chief executives, mga parang officials who will uh, campaign for you. And more importantly, on election day, make sure na yung na-convert ng voters sa'yo or yung voter base mo actually go out and vote. Like, literally just remind people na, uy, bumoto kayo. Dala na, punta na kayo sa presinto. Parang mga ganong bagay na. So, besides the, like, glamour of getting the endorsement of so-and-so party headed by so-and-so, parang yun yung sobrang important nun. The machinery that the party brings into the picture. Most of the endorsements we're hearing revolve around the two candidates na nasa top ng survey, si Marcos Jr. and si Lenny Robredo. For Aika and Jairo, since wala pang matunog na endorsement that we hear about, like for, for our candidates, actually including me, Isko Moreno, how do your candidates respond or react to yung wealth of sunod-sunod na endorsements of the two other rivals nila? I'll start, no. Uh, for Senator Manny Pacquiao, uh, whenever is asked, no, kung anong magiging reaction niya sa mga endorsements ng mga political clans, kunwari for uh, Senator Bongbong Marcos or kay VP Lenny Robredo, sinasabi niya lang palagi na parang unfazed siya. So for him, it's important na mas i-focus niya yung kanyang campaign sa I mean, this is a Lenny term, no? Pero ang talagang ginagawa niya, parang mas nag-focus siya sa laylayan. So yun ang kanyang ginagawa. So instead of parang meron din siya mga courtesy calls, sa mga uh, mayors, ganyan. Pero mas nagpo-focus talaga siya pumunta sa mga community, sa barangays, tsaka sa mga sectors talaga. So nag-o-organize sila ng mga community forum. Ganun. Although si Senator Pacquiao, um, hindi rin naman siya ganun ka-super na wala na endorsements. Meron siyang mga ilang endorsements sa mga mayors. Uh, meron siyang endorsements sa, uh, of course, Sarangani, yung province. Kasi syempre, Ano niya yun, Bailiwick niya yun, meron din siya sa San Pablo City, Laguna, Ordeneta City, and Pangasinan, and uh, recently, Candaba, Pampanga. Although, yun yung mga political endorsements niya. And he's actually waiting pa for um, JIL, itong church nila, Brother Eddie Villanueva. And dahil guest candidate niya rin si um, Senator Joel Villanueva. No? Although, we're yet to see kung ano talaga yung magiging endorsement ng mga religious groups naman. 
for him pero yun yan nabanggit ni Pia no medyo medyo scant din yung mga political endorsements for um Senator Manny Pacquiao for Liodi naman PN PN everyone Pia um si Liodi kasi talaga hindi siya nagbabank kasi sa traditional politics and for them they define endorsement din kasi as part of the trapo politics i mean traditional politics which they despise just recently actually an hour ago i think they sent out they released a statement parang taking a swipe at the recent endorsements mm. for Robredo and uh, BBM. So talagang hindi lang sila nakafocus on condemning the endorsement for Bongbong Marcos, uh, kanina yung NUP, and then last yung PDP Laban. But also they included yung endorsement ni Pantaleon Alvarez with Lenny Robredo. It's part of their agenda rin kasi and platform na parang they won't resort in such um, endorsements. And at the same time, ayaw nilang parang makipag-partner, makipag-jive sa mga politicians that they don't share values with. So, may mga guest candidates sila in, in their slate, pero katulad nga nang lagi nang sinasabi, ayaw kasi nila ng transactional relationship with their, awag dito, with other politicians, especially the, the traditional ones, na for them ay hindi maganda yung track record. So, they're sticking to their core na traditional politics. Yun lang. Um, yung kay VP Rebredo, wala kasi si Mara para sa mga maranatics natin dito, no? Nanonood. Pero on the side din kasi, dahil sobrang, sobrang gipit ka kasi ng schedule ni Mara, also cover uh, VP Lenny Robredo mm-hmm. on the side, paunti-unti. And kahapon, nakakuha din siya, aside from Pantaleon Alvarez, kahapon, nakakuha siya ng dalawang explicit endorsement din sa mga local chief executive sa Tarlac. So, people have to understand then na hindi lang hindi din kasi basta-basta mag-endorse lang yung mga politicians because they're also considering yung kusino yung malakas or kung ano yung parang local politics din sa lugar nila. So, yun lang. Kahapon may mga magandang nangyari sa Tarlac pero later na natin pag-usapan. Pero alam nyo, yun nga yung eternal questions endorsements. Parang chicken or egg question siya na who, which came first, the parang support, the mass support of the people which inspired endorsements or endorsements which inspired the support from ordinary people. I think that's a question we constantly grapple with when we weigh the impact of endorsements. Because I remember in no 2016, there was no Lenny or Maha Marcos na public support for Duterte. Like, so many... He had he had no LGU. I remember going to campaign sorties of Duterte and we would we would be um, in this tiny shack with farmers <laughs> and there was no mayor um, or if there was no hindi naman siya incumbent, yung mga ganun. And then, I think yung Iglesia ni Cristo, a week before elections lang lumabas yung kanilang endorsement for Duterte and some politicians only abandoned their their old presidential endorsement candidate for Duterte like also weeks before elections. So, uh, when I look back at that campaign, sobrang or- driven by ordinary people and they're not really organized into groups like the way we see the Lenny supporters, panong we have like, the UP professors or the Ateneo professors making a statement as a group. Walang ganun eh, pero parang disparate sila. And b- because hindi sila ganun ka-famous, di ba? Parang you, we, they, they don't, those support groups, those volunteer groups don't make it to the headlines when they endorse a candidate. But if you put all of their efforts together, even if medyo hindi siya newsworthy to some degree, napanalo nila si Duterte. So, yun talaga. Like, anong take nyo dun sa, ano, parang limitations of an endorsement? Parang nabanggit mo na rin, Pia, is yung timing din when the endorsement comes. So parang may nakita akong reaction na ni, I think, si Nick ata yung nag-react sa Twitter na parang bakit sunod-sunod yung endorsements bigla. Una sa lahat kasi bukas na yung kick-off ng local campaign. So uh, in, in for some, not all, but for some local officials, medyo parang inabind din sila or parang uh, hindi naman sa takot pero hindi sila sure what to do if, if the national campaign or the national party, kunwari, leadership, hasn't told you, like, who are you supporting? Basta parang ikaw rin, hindi ka rin sure, like, when you go down and you campaign for yourself, sinong bibit-bitid mo? So parang isa rin yan sa factor na kaya parang sunod-sunod today yung endorsements or the past week actually sunod-sunod yung endorsements kasi mag-start right. yung local campaign. And I mean, parang it's, it's also like, it's a disservice also in a way to your local allies or your or your allies running for local posts kung parang medyo lost sila, sino ba talaga kakampanyahin natin. And then yun nga, yung, two, yung, yung timing, like when does the endorsement come? To add to Pia's uh, observation, no, na parang ang daming late na nag-endorse kay Duterte, meron pa kang iba na parang three days before, one week before, hindi na nagpasabi sa mga original endorsements nila 
Pero nag Duterte na pala. Kung tingin mo sa sample ballot, Duterte na yung nasa sample ballot, hindi na yung original na, in- na inangat nila yung kamay. No? So, um, mm-hmm. yun din yung timing. Kasi parang kung local politician ka, isang factor siguro kung yung personal relationship mo or political relationship mo with uh, a candidate, a national candidate. But but you definitely want to listen to your constituents. Kasi hindi mm-hmm. naman pwedeng blind ka lang. Diba? Parang pinili mo si candidate A in February or January, super early endorsement, right? Kasi baka early frontrunner. But if by May, by by two like two days before the election, ramdam na ramdam mo na na your 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 voters have changed their minds. They want someone else. Pero mag-adjust ka na rin doon in a way. Alam mo in some in some level, Tia, yung endorsements din kasi kino-considered nila yung kung sino inendorse nung kalaban nila in the local race. For example, in Bulacan, de ba? Since the vice governor was endorsed by sa uh, by by BBM. Syempre, hindi naman matek pero it's it's a logical thing to do na endorse mo rin yung closer na kalaban ni BBM which is Vice President mm-hmm. Lenny Robredo and other tawag dito other lugar din. For example, in Tarlac, ba? Diba? Although the governor hindi pa niya ina-endorse explicitly si Vice President Lenny Robredo but I think kahapon minention siya ni Vice President Lenny Robredo pinasalamatan siya and, and to other uh, places then they're really considering yung kusin yung kalaban nila on 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 lugar tapos malaki talagang factor as what they mentioned kung ano yung gusto ng constituents mo o yung mga tao doon sa lugar niyo kasi baka mamaya i-endorse mo yung um, gusto mo yung personal pick mo pero hindi kasi yun yung gusto ng mga constituents mo it could also affect your chances sa local election so talagang parang ano siya mutual beneficial ganyan na relationship with uh, local politicians and then the national politicians. Hmm. Kaya important since tomorrow na yung start of local elections, where will your candidates be tomorrow? <laughs> Kasi si Isko, for example, Batangas, because um, yung mga rectos of Batangas are supporting his campaign. So, kumaga parang they're going to back each other up, he's going to show up in their rally, and the rally will also in a way, parang heighten the profile of his presidential bid sa Batangas, which is also important kasi maraming voters. But at the same time, some people are wondering, oy, pero wala si Isko sa Manila proclamation ni Anila Cunha, yung kanyang mayor, na, ay, yung kanyang vice mayor na vying for the uh, mayoralty. And in-endorse naman ni Isko si, si Hani. So, di ba, parang may mga dynamics na ganun din eh. Yung front runners of based on surveys, the uni team, si Bongbong Marcos will be going home to Ilocos Norte. Of course, his eldest son is running for a congressional seat against another um, entrenched political family. So, medyo mainit din na laban yan. And uh, his his nephew is running uh, re-electionist naman for governor. I medyo expected yun. Yung Sara Duterte, I think everyone assumed that she would go home to Davao and mm. parang siguro health campaign for Baste Duterte. But no, she's actually going around NCR. She has mm. two stops in Manila and one stop in San Juan. Interesting decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, baka factor yeah. din dito na she wants to strengthen her numbers in NCR. Yeah. Kasi malakas naman siya sa Mindanao. Eh. Overwhelmingly siya yung choice ng Mindanao based on surveys. So baka parang it's not, it, it, it's not that as needed as opposed to NCR. Ito talaga parang malakas naman siya dito actually. Pero baka she wants to further um, solidify her hold on NCR in that way. Interesting a... yung sinabi ni... Ah, go, go, go. Kapia. No, no, no. Sige, go. Rambo muna. Uh, Sundatang pala yung sinabi ni Bea, yung mga schedule ng ating mga kandidato bukas, no? At um, siguro magandang kwento to kasi minabasa ko rin yung schedule ng aking kandidato, si Senator Ping at saka Senator Soto. Just to emphasize how quickly the development is, ang mm. latest schedule pa namin tomorrow sa kanila, let me quote, March 25, Friday, joining local rallies of Reforma. Oh, Reforma pa rin ang nasa schedule nila. Kinakausap ko ngayon ng press, press people nila, tinaka-update pa rin yung schedule. Mukhang butas yung kanilang schedule bukas. I mean, kasi diba, as we, as, we, as we know, months ahead, diba, nakaset na to. Pero a day before the launch of the campaign, campaign of the local campaign, wala. It's radio silence at this point. Kaya kung may endorsement man na ibigay o bawiin, napakalaking epekto sa kampanya. Mm. Ay ka. Si Senator Pacquiao, wala pa siyang, well at least yung team niya, wala pang sinisend na schedule sa amin. No? But based dun sa tentative schedule niya, he was supposed, he's supposed to go to, um, he was supposed to be in Quezon City tomorrow with Senatorial uh, Rafi Tulpo. No? So yun yung kanyang original schedule tomorrow. 
but yun nga, may CBCP forum din tomorrow morning. So, we still don't know yet kung ano yung magiging schedule ni Senator Pacquiao. Although siguro, no, dagdagan ko lang dun sa mga nasabi kanina. I think it, very important din for local officials or yung mga tumatakbong officials kung kanino sila papanig, no? Um, or kung sino man yung i-endorso nila habang nagka-campaign sila. Kasi isa din malaking ano dyan, issue dyan maliban dun sa yung parang rubbing elbows with the prospective president is kung ano yung magiging benefit sa kanila, no? sa budget din, syempre, kung mabibigyan ba sila ng, um, or papayagan na magkaroon sila ng mas matataas na allocation sa budget, doon sa mga pinupush nila na mga project for education, roads, yung, or kung mga social services, kung papayagan ba yan, o kung papas- makakapasok ba yan. Kasi, if we recall, I think this was an issue in 2019. Um, di ba nagkaroon ng matinding issue between sila, um, was it 2019 or 2020? Basta may issue to, sa house na uh, meron kasi tinatawag dito na ano eh um, yung for later release na funds. So, allegedly itong for later release funds, um, ito yung sinasabi nila na may mga projects kasi na kinansel na itong 2020 for the pandemic response. And some of these uh, mga allocation na ito sa 2020 ay eh yung mga project, infrastructure projects para sa mga districts. So, mm-hmm. so merong mga nagsosupport dyan na na-feel nila, at least noong 2019, na na-feel nila na betray sila kasi hindi na i-release sa kanila. No? So may mga ganong aspect din na tinitingnan yung mga ibang local officials kung sino talaga yung kailangan nila tingnan. Kaya ako, personally, nag expect din ako na magkakaroon pa ng shift in allegiances towards um, the end of the campaign. Kasi nga, syempre, hindi lang naman political influence yung pinag-uusapan dito. Eh. Meron din silang budgetary concerns kasi hindi naman lahat ng ira o yung tinatawag nilang uh, share, no? ng local government sa national budget, eh, ganun kataas. Yeah, for you, Adi, naman, tomorrow, syempre, may CBC Forum for Presidentials, and then, at the same time, sa hapon, sasamahan niya yung mga local politicians nila sa Kaloocan. So, aside from, ano kasi, national polls, meron kasi silang tatlong senatorial polls under the Partido Lakas ng Masa. Meron mm-hmm. din silang mga councilors na tumatakbo sa iba't ibang mga lugar sa Pilipinas. And, Bukas sasamahan ni Lyodi yung kanyang mga councillors o yung ibang mga local politicians nila sa Palookan. Kasi bukas, yun nga, mag-start na officially yung campaign period for the local elections. Dagdag ko lang doon din sa point ni Aika. Um, yung endorsement din, uh, optics din kasi siya. Kasi parang mm-hmm. yung surveys, mahalagang part din siya. Kasi as we near... Uh, as we go near to election to the elections tapos syempre parang mapapadala sing labas ng mga service usually syempre parang jumping ship yan sino yung ano to sino yung maganda sa optics nila syempre sa campaign nila doon sila tatakbo i remember in 2010 diba parang everyone sobrang daming local politicians at least sa Bulacan na parang uh, originally parang lakas si MD sila or NPC and UP kasi biglang nung ano na si si Noynoy si Pinoy biglang yellow na silang lahat sa ballot sa talagang ano yon para everywhere is yellow so interesting tingnan natin Chairo, teka lang na, ay yes ba I- ilang taon ka nung 2010 maka naalala mo nung 2010 ka ako college senior pa ilang taon ilang taon ka na noon at bakit may pakialam ka na sa elections ng 2012 12 years old ako noon tapos wow. kasi parang ano It was my second presidential. Tama ba? Second. Ano yan? Political Just, awakening mo? Sumisilip ko na ng sample ballot nung... nung <laughs> hindi, kasi yung, ka ano, nung 12 years old kasi ako, nung 11 years old ako, contestant kasi ako ng, ano, Philippine History Quiz Day. So parang, yun yung naging political awakening ko. So, okay. Yun pala yun. Masaya, 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 masaya siya ng sundan. Oo. Tapos parang ano pa yun? <laughs> Nakakatawa lang. Kasi mga teachers ko sa social sciences. Social science. Social studies, sorry. Yun. Sinasabi nila, dinidiscuss nila lagi sa amin yung mga presidential boss. Kaya, naging aware kami dun sa, sa optics. Optics talaga. Sa mga, ano, political flexes. Yun lang. Back to you guys. Pero, pero, pero speaking of, ano, speaking of yung nabanggit nga niya na, ni, ni Jairo na parang image, it creates this image of, you know, people choosing you. I wonder what's your take on celebrity endorsements. Kasi, kahit anong sabihin natin na artista lang yan or what and not I, I do not demean artists okay pero parang you'll hear people being very dismissive right na artist parang uh, anong chemo in, in the but 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 they but they what what do you make of that the, the impact that they possibly have in an election hmm i think meron namang effect 
like lalo na sa youth yung youth hatak yung youth vote kasi i think the youth yung babad sa showbiz and you know parang they identify with certain artistas na um and usually mga kinokomand na lo- loyal following ng mga lalo na younger art- actresses and actors or the young people so maybe may hatak yon but i also recall nung Duterte time na hindi naman ganoon karami mayroon namang celebrities like Jimmy Bond ng mga artists um who were supporting Isko ah sorry who were supporting Duterte but i don't know it was really more of the grassroots eh. i think parang yeah. yung celebrity endorsements tend to yung value nila is to increase the morale of the campaign team and energize like the campaign kasi may, may someone famous na you know parang yeah. popular for other reasons than politics yeah okay. i bring this up lang kasi na- Ay, go lang, go lang. Go ahead. Go muna. Andam naramdam ko yung kwento ni Pia na energy talagang ambag nila nung iba sa kanila. Kasi nga yung aking mga kandidato, si Senator Laxon at Soto, hindi naman sila sobrang energetic sa campaign eh. Talagang straight to the point sila sa kanila mga speech. Kaya ayun, puro itbulaga yung kanilang dinala ng mga first few weeks ng campaign. Pero recently, seryoso talaga sila. At nakikita ko rin yung... Um, tama ba ba eh? Ikaw yung nag-share ng, ano, ng numbers na merong talagang influential celebrities. So, yeah. meron ko ba na hindi lang. Diba? Nirespeto talaga yung opinion. So, I think may nuance yun. Uh, yeah. I remember for, for context. Ano? Go ahead. May, no, 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 just for context. Ma- may list of five kasi yun based on a, a Pulse Asia survey na hindi public. Commission siya. Mm. Pero yun nga, nabanggit, na, nabanggit natin actually before. Yung top three. Number one, si Senator Grace Poe. Number two, si President Duterte. Number three, si Sara Duterte. And then four and five, for for reasons people might understand automatically, is Chris Aquino and then Angel Oxid. So sila yung kumbaga... Pero hindi ganun kataas ha. Parang nasa 11. 23 si Angel. Between, tapos 11 uh, 20, si 23 and, and 11. So hindi naman super taas, pero parang top pa rin sila in terms of endorsement. Like, they actually influence people to consider a candidate. Parang ganun. Speaking of what you mentioned, kaya hinihintay talaga natin. Medyo, medyo parang deafening silence yung lack of endorsement ni Grace Poe and ni Vico Soto who are like pretty influential politicians. And I'm just wondering what's your take? Bakit sila silent and how? what do you think this says about them? Politician. Surprised ba kayo na hanggang ngayon? Ako kasi surprised ako kay Grace Poe na hindi pa siya nag-declare ng support for any candidate given, I mean, that's a lot of power and we know that and she's she allied to lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So parang, or is she waiting for the right time or signal from someone? I don't know. Alam mo, alam mo pwede. Tapos parang, ano no, parang nasa kanya yung card, yung ace card. Kasi yung sa Pulse Asia survey na shinere ni Bea, parang 33 yata yung ano niya doon. Yung, yung points niya doon na siya yung talaga nasa top ng list. I mean, she's more influential than Duterte and Sarah Duterte, Chris Aquino and Angel Oxin. So right. parang kanina, oo, kanina I'm checking yung votes na nakuha niya in in certain parts of ano of of the country. Talagang yo alam mo yung siya talaga yung nag-break kasi ng maraming for example nanalo siya sa Nueva Ecija, si Duterte hindi nanalo yeah. doon. Nanalo siya sa yeah. Sambales, si Duterte hindi nanalo doon. So parang hmm. if ever endorse niya si BBM let's say, edi eh makakatulong sa numbers nila more likely to ano, kay VP Lenny Robredo or whoever na i-endorse niya talaga will boost the the chances talaga. Kasi sobrang influential niya talaga. Saka parang kasi siya yung and, and, ano. Ah, yes, ma'am. No, and she's quite strong in Luzon. If I recall her 2016 numbers. Parang medyo malakas talaga siya sa, sa Luzon, which is um, right now, medyo doon nagko-concentrate yung uni team in campaigning, trying to really corner mm-hmm. that Luzon vote. Hmm. Saka si Grace po, kasi parang siya, siya kasi yung politician na hindi nakikita ng mga tao na necessarily pro Aquino or pro right. Duterte Marcos. I mean, yeah. hindi siya na hindi siya nasa gitna ng literal na gitna. Eh. Oh. Distinct siya. May sarili siyang political realm na oh. nire-respect oh, yeah. ng mga tao. Mm-hmm. So, yun nga exactly Jairo. So, I covered Senator Poe noong 2019. So, I feel like it's going to be difficult for her to actually endorse someone kasi she brands herself as an independent candidate, 'di ba? So, mm. so baka, yun lang yung tingin ko dun ha, na maybe she, maybe or maybe not, like we will we'll have to wait kung anong, kung sinong i-endorse talaga, no? But parang yun kasi yung brand of politics niya eh, parang 
hindi siya, hindi siya, wala siyang, ko, parang wala siyang political color, di ba? Parang gano'n. Mm-hmm. Actually, literally, because she's white. White yung gamit niya. Yung kumampanya siya ng 2016, white yung kulay niya. Pure white. Pero ito yung si Vico's auto eh. Like, ako, parang your 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 tito is running for the vice president uh, position, and but nothing from from him, right? And his his party mate is Comareno, um, I mean, also running for president, but also parang nagpapasave siya. Like, I think yung usapan within the party and around him is they want to preserve Dao. They want to keep him safe from any criticisms or being associated with anyone kasi they're preparing him for like a national position down the road. So, ewan ko kung may sense yun. Um, especially given how ang an laki ng at stake sa election na to. Parang can you really afford to be silent now? And what does it say if you continue to be silent the whole time? Diba? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rambo and, and to so add curious. to... I will go Rambo. I was gonna ask Rambo then, what do you think about Rico? Because you also covered Rico. Ah, you covered LGU before. And Isco. <laughs> and Isco yeah. too. Um, my, my male mayor is interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about those um, endorsements. Um, ang, I guess ang may dadagdag ko dito is kay Vico. Interesting. It's not, hindi naman sa, si Vico yung tahimik na tahimik na parang hindi mo siya reach Ito yung, I, I don't know if this is something new. I'm going to ask my, our senior reporters here if they've encountered this before. Pero ang dami nung, I'm not endorsing, but I'm supporting. Mm. I'm supporting, but I'm not oh. there oh, yet. Oh, gosh. Ko siya. So, kailangan pa yung himayin eh, di ba? Anong ibig sabihin nun? Yeah. Does that include your machinery? Are you going to put the name? Kasi yung kay Vico, nireceive niya sa opisina, nandun yung optics, but is he going to give the machinery? Nakita natin, nagbigay siya ng machinery for that day for that day lamang doon sa market, nagpadala siya mga tao, tinanggap nila sa opisina. So merong ganung nuance din, yung bagong, I know, a new animal of supporting but not endorsing. And I think that's a safe card for them. Okay, wala yung pangalan ko. You can say that I'm endorsing you, but binigyan na kita, tinulungan kita. So balang araw, tulungan mo din ako. It's so convenient for them, I think, to use this new weapon of support but not endorse. Classic yan. Even in 2016, ganun yung, like, some LGUs would receive Duterte and would include him in the flag raising ceremony or with, like, talk with Barangay, but even even introduce him as the next president of the Philippines. But sabihin nila, ah, hindi, hindi pa yung endorsement. And diba, hanggang ngayon, ganun na rin eh. Figo nga talagang hedging, hedging game eh, hedging card yan eh, na parang, hindi ka talagang ipipiss off now because you might, baka aangat ka later on, um, but you also can't claim, ay, hindi ako nakatali sa'yo. Parang <laughs> ganun. Yeah. Yeah. Yung ibang mga kasi ng kamay. Ay <laughs> sorry. Yung iba hindi nagtataas ng kamay. I mean yung iba nagtataas ng kamay pero hindi niya explicit sinasabi <laughs> na ini-endorse din tao, di ba? Hindi ba endorsement yun? Pero yung how do they interpret that? Like tayo kasi political reporters, pero yung mga ordinary people na na-present dun sa Diba sa parang town hall na yun, how will they take that? Siyempre, it's like, uy, uy, baka ito na yun. Exactly. I think this, dito papasok yung case study of uh, Muin Gatchalian, if I'm not mistaken. Si Gatchalian to, diba? Yun talagang, in-skip niya yung, yung rally ni Lakson at ni Soto. Pinagsabihan niya si Lakson at Soto na, I'm not endorsing Sara Duterte, ah. I'm not endorsing Bongbong Marcos, ah. But lo and behold, kinabukasan, the photos are out, nakataas yung kamay niya with the other two candidates. Ang pagbasa doon ni Lakson Tisoto, anong ba, ano pang basa mo? Endorsement ba? kayo. Endorsement. Yan. Huwag na tayo maglokohan. So, yun nga, may, may tatawiran ka dyan. At parang nilalaro rin yan ng mga tao to their convenience. Kaya, siguro, at the optical level, parang endorsement na siya, pero, andali para sa kanilang sabihin na, hindi siya endorsement. <laughs> para Because... siyang, ano, endorsement with an escape route. If yeah. something o, kaya... happens. But just be, If people are wondering, like, why did we talk about Vico Soto? Or, like, parang caveat, hindi vote si Pasig City. It's actually quite a small city compared to the rest of Metro Manila. But he's a national figure. Icon. Like, kahit, kahit, oo, parang nagiging, parang kumbaga sa generation natin, natin ba? For the millennial, like, the millennial generation in the Philippines, parang siya yung nagiging face of politics in, in Philippine millennial politics, whether he wants to or he doesn't want to be. But, you know, malay natin, bukas, magulat tayong lahat and may endorsement pala siya. Mm, right. Pero, although medyo malabo given his, like, he's been very clear and you know, he doesn't want to uh, really put his, you know, two cents into the national campaign and the national narrative. Totoo. 
And speaking of, of elusive endorsements, right? T- tomorrow, March 25 <laughs> is also when Duterte is expected. Some some quarters are expecting him to say kung sinong endorse yung presidential bet. But um, interestingly, he's not gonna be in like Ilocos Norte or you know yeah. wherever the other candidates are. The presidential candidates. He's going to be in Davao. So ano may may event na parang hospital event. Um and Maybe it's for the local elections, right? Yung mga kaparty niya sa Davao, maybe, or his his other children who are running for local positions. Yeah. But and it's possible, naman na sa pa rin naman niya yung kanyang endorse dun sa Davao. So anything's possible. Pero ngayon kasi sa schedule niya, wala na kasudat na attending so in so rally or um, mm. uh, going with this. Ano yon? Parang yung kalaki na event. Sa sabi naman yung sa schedule niya. So unless may last minute change, we all expect him to just be in this ceremony that has nothing to do with elections, but you never know. But I bring up din sa, sa comment section, but a lot of people are bringing up the celebrity endorsements. Actually, na-discuss ata to ni Judes sa Beyond the Stories, yung artista yeah. endorsements naman. Parang they also touched on this, na a lot of artists are actually like, not even just afraid, they're traumatized to endorse. Kasi mm-hmm. you get a lot of like instant feedback. Siguro nung 2010, hindi ka pa kasi... Oo, kasi kahit kumanta ka pa or whatever, hindi mo, man na, hindi mo narinig yung feedback ka agad. Ito ngayon, parang mm-hmm. nakita lang yung pangalan mo sa poster, di ba? Parang trending Cancel. ka na. Lang, hindi mo makakancel <laughs> ka na. You, you, but, and, and, actually, gusto ko lang i-point i, i out na isa yung, isang talk point yan ni Vice President Lenny Robredo when she thanks the artists who perform, who host, who sing during her sorties. Parang parating niyang thank for their courage. I don't know if that's a deliberate talk point. Is it just like truly based on her own experience as, you know, as 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 Aleni Robredo? Pero parang napansin ko yun, na parang parati niya sinasabi yun. Salamat sa, um, sa courage for coming here and joining us. So, um, hmm. Alam mo, yeah. speaking of ano, speaking of Lenny and speaking of celebrity endorsements, kapo na loka ang sang katauhan sa pagsulpot ni <laughs> Tita Crazy Aquino sa sorti sa Tarlac. I mean, Everyone was expecting, syempre, na merong appearances yung Aquino Sisters. Kasi syempre, home turf, ni- turf na leon, Aquino country yon, Tarlac yon. But then again, I mean, seeing Chris Aquino there was, hindi naman siya parang it sealed the deal for VP Lenny kasi mahaba pa yung fight. Pero it, it, it says a lot about parang how she yeah. supports Robredo since 2016. Yeah. She even mentioned there na parang she was the first one. Oo, sobrang yeah. all out yon Sabi niya, she was the first one who endorsed Robredo. Parang when no one knows who Robredo is, parang mm. she's there. And she believed in Robredo. So parang kahit daw may sakit siya and 30 minutes lang daw siya i-allow, it's worth the risk daw to, to tapak to tapak talaga, no? To set foot in Tarlac. <laughs> Nahawa ka na kay Miss Chris. Nahawa na ako. To set Nahawa foot in Tarlac. Oh. <laughs> Nakuha na yung ano, to, ta- to make tapak in Tarlac. Charot lang. To set foot in Tarlac and support VP Lenny Robredo. Tapos sobrang ano din, ang ganda rin ng messaging, we were talking about it, um, yung campaign team ni VP Lenny over dinner na parang, ang ganda rin ng optics na nadun din si Angel Oxin. Parang alam mo talaga si Chris Aquino, alam niyo yung ginagawa niya on everything. Even may sakit siya and even parang di natin alam kung deliberate ba yon or nagkataon lang. Pero pina, pinapanik niya din si Angel Oxin and then they're there when ano, tawag <laughs> Hindi ako naniniwala sa random-random yung endorsement. Campaigns, absolutely. Unless it's mm-hmm. a truly surprise endorsement, campaigns time the endorsements. Like, they'll 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 secure an endorsement from a politician or artista man lang pa, pa yan. Mm-hmm. Pero they'll time mm-hmm. it. Kasi ayaw mo naman na isang bagsak yung endorsement tapos makakalimutan. Mm-hmm. Parang, di ba? Parang, gusto, you want to pace it. You want to show na ang sama pakinggan, but you want to see, parang you want to manufacture in a way, na parang, oh, there's a way. You know, one by one, people are jumping uh, on the bandwagon, one by one, parang nakikisali na sila sa movement natin, sa kampanya na, parang ganun. So, may timing din yan, minsan. Hindi ko lang sabi lahat, may iba talaga na spontaneous, di ba? Kasi kung mag-tweet yung isang politician or artist, hindi mo na makakontrol yan. Pero, more often than not, parang if, if a campaign can manage it, they, they do want to time it. Para at least, di ba? Parang may, may narrative. Parang kunwari yung kay Chris, di ba? She came out mm-hmm. in, in Tarla um, with Angel Luxin pa na you know, top endorser din based on surveys. Yeah. It's an aspect of endorsements that I wanted to talk about was the fact na, mention na sabi ni Aika, na parang 
medyo IOU yung endorsements, right? Uh, uh, let's face it that when someone endorses you in your most most neediest moment, diba, you feel like you have to pay them back down the line when you're powerful. And we saw that with Duterte na yung mga, in fact, the Marcoses, nung sabi niya, malaking tulong daw yung Marcoses in his campaign. And so, he was saying na kaya niya ginow yung, yung burial ng ni uh, Ferdinand Marcos because of that. And things like that. But we have to also know and remember that when someone endorses another, we also have to worry like, gano ka tied yung candidate dun sa endorsement na yun and how much will it affect their their governance later on. And kaya ano, integrity question rin siya na parang magpapadala ka ba sa endorsement or will you kind of, how independent will you be from like what happened in the campaign? And is it a good thing or a bad thing to be independent of that? And kaya also, yung endorsement rin, medyo it captures like the kinds of people that your campaign attracts and can tolerate, right? Like, yeah. sabi, sabi ni Mara sa kanyang story about the endorsement ni ng Reforma, unusual bedfellows. Kasi nga, di ba? Yeah. Parang sobrang anti, sobrang opposite from opposite spectrum sila before and then now they're together. And you, you got a feeling na Oh, um, so kaya pala i-widen yung scope ng kakamping narrative to include, you know, erstwhile Duterte allies. So how much broader can it be? And where does it stop? Like, where do we stop broadening that? And can you really afford to reject, you know, endorsements of other people who you might be completely uncomfortable with? Yung tipong hindi mo talaga, ayun, ma-accept. Pero kasi kailangan eh. Kasi ang grabing lead ng presidential race frontrunner. So, like, how do campaign teams make decisions like that? Nagbabasa ako kanina ng mga tweets. Ah, go back. Yeah. Okay, go, go, go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I'm just reading the tweets earlier, reacting to, uh, to the endorsement of Pantaleon Alvarez. Siyempre, meron mga naniningil talaga na bakit tinatanggap ni VP Lenny ito? Di ba? Mm-hmm. Sinagupan niyang i-impeach si Lenny. Pati napakaraming Marcosian values ang inendorso ni, ni Pantaleon oh. Alvarez sa ilalim ni Duterte. Duterte is the closest thing to Marcos according to historians. Tapos si si Alvarez for the first two years, critical years, napakaraming namatay sa war on drugs. A lot of things that that are hard to regain. Enabler si Pantaleon Alvarez. And then overnight, we saw Vice President Lenny Robredo, sinabi niya kanina, he, do, she does, he doesn't have to apologize to her when it comes to the impeachment. And then wala daw silang personal disagreements. So, meron din processing sa base ni Lenny Robredo kanina ako nakita meron mga galit hindi makapag-isip. Meron nagsabi, Pati narrative ng isa kong natatandaan, napakagaling ni Lenny Robredo, pati mga kalaban niya, nagiging kakampi niya, nagiging kakamping. So parang may reform, reform, binabago. May reframing na gano'n to process. Oh, may reframing, tama. Ano yan? Cognitive dissonance yan. Ganun, pinaka-process, diba? But that's why I also feel na medyo unfair on Isko Moreno. When people like, um, like condemn him for saying that he would welcome a Duterte endorsement because let's say yeah. let's face it would Lenny reject a Duterte endorsement at this mm-hmm. point I think he would actually be happy about it right I mean it would be a boost and Kiko yung issue face ko is sinabi kasi niya na uh, I would invite Duterte to be in my sense like iba yun ibang, ibang ano na yun parang that's more than just accepting right passively an endorsement it's you reaching out and endorsing in fact Duterte but yun na yung parang Really, would would you really condemn someone for embracing a president's endorsement? I think that's, I think anyone would would appreciate, right? Maybe not Leodi, maybe masadong far left with legacy Leodi, na hindi niya pa reject niya. No way, like I'm too good for you, ganon. But ako, actually, would what do you think, Jairo? Anong ano kayong niyari kung indo, parang acceptable ba for them na si si Duterte? Because let's not forget, Duterte invited leftists to the cabinet. I mean, there's like a tiny possibility. Somewhere there. I think, ano, with Caliody, and kasi sa ginagawa nila so far na ano, decisions and mga political moves, I don't think tatanggapin nila yung um, mm-hmm. endorsement ni Duterte kasi yun yung messaging nila. Although, syempre, lahat ng candidates, mostly, gusto talaga manalo sa election. Pero kasi sila Caliody kasi talaga, nag-stick sila dun sa ano, anti-traditional politics. Ayaw nila ng mga elitist politicians, ayon na ng elitist politics. And that also include yung Marcos Duterte. Saka, sobrang, that would be the gag of the century, sabi nga si Drag Race. Kasi, <laughs> parang, girl, literal na yung platform nila ay, parang they're running to fight the, the Marcos Duterte axis of evil. 
So like it's eating yeah. a food from your opponent's house, di ba? Baka mamaya lasunin ka something. So sobrang weird lang kung tatanggapin nila. But I don't think hindi nila tatanggapin. Knowing them. Kasi like, 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 like imagine, ah. Google, Google, Google. Google. There's a weaponization of endorsements. Hmm. The weaponization using CPPNPA, red tagging. Sinasabi nila na uh, endorse yeah. ng CPPNPA. Yeah. So I think that's an extreme case. And to be clear sa ating viewers, hindi yung totoo. Hindi yung totoo. That's fake. It's weaponized by admin admin aligned individual, yeah. especially Lorraine Badoy. Badoy? Badoy. Na Badoy. talagang endorse daw siya si Lenny Rubel. So I think that's another thing. That's some, I think that's new. Especially since in the, the context of the Duterte administration na talagang dinumihan nila ang pangalan ng pagiging komunista kahit na legal naman. Yeah. Alam mo, Rabo, thank you, thank you talaga. It's good thing that you brought it up. Kasi, alam mo, at the height ng, ano, ng momentum ni VP Lenny Robredo, especially yung sunod-sunod na sa, uh, tens of thousands of supporters na nagkakaroon ng malaking grand rally, out of nowhere, sumulput itong narrative na siya ay part ng CPP, NPA. We can say na it's orchestrated, pero base dun sa kanilang narratibo, it started out with presidential candidate, um, Remulia, and then you have Laxon, and then nag-translate ito kay Badoy sa NTF-LCA, and then eventually, parang on that on that certain week, biglang out of nowhere, sumulput na naman si retired Lieutenant General Parlate to make a scene in People Power Monument at sabihin meron siyang revolutionary government because he doesn't believe in the Comelec blah 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 reform. So parang, alam yun, sobrang convenient lang na nangyari lahat yon in a matter of weeks after Lenny Robredo flexed her power dito sa mga rally niya. Saka, yeah, ginagamit talaga yung red tagging, ginagamit talaga yung communist um, narrative para i-attack yung mga candidates, especially ngayon. As, hindi ko alam kung nangyari na ba ito 2016, 2019, or 2010, pero sobrang orchestrated niya, especially with the allies of the Marcos Duterte regime, for example. On that certain week then, I've accidentally watched a segment of SMNI where Apollo Kiboloy is talking about CPPNPA and Lenny Robredo links to CPPNPA. Kasi nagpapagupit ako nun sa barbershop. Kasi yun yung pinapanood nung barbero. And yung mismong barbero ko parang naniniwala. So parang, ha, eh ba't naman mapupunta si Lenny sa CPPNPA? Parang abogada yan, something like that. So medyo ridiculous lang that people are conveniently using this narrative to attack other people. When in fact, hindi naman, in the first place, hindi naman talaga illegal na maging komunista. But more so, hindi naman talaga explicitly at wala naman talaga in some way or in some manner, in some level na endorsement from the CPPNPA. In fact, si Duterte naka-upload na yun kay Duterte na a few days ago in a meeting that was televised. Sinabi niya na there's a certain presidential candidate na na-infiltrate yung ranks nila with the communists. So, and I think this is directly from parang people, some Duterte supporters were saying na, uy, may akbayan posters during Duterte, uh, during Lenny rallies, things like that. So, yeah, I agree na it's like a narrative from the government. May nakita lang akong comment dito. Digong Duterte endorsement is a kiss of death. I point I want to point this out kasi in the past, you never like the the admin candidate always loses. Like ano na yan, at least the past the recent the past decade or so. Marohas lost, Gibo Chodoro lost. So I'm thinking kaso parang in this election kaya will it curb Hi. the trend kasi Iba yung iba yung situation ni Duterte eh, compared to GMA at the tail end mm-hmm. of her administration and compared to even uh, the late uh, uh, President Aquino during the tail end of his administration like Duterte now is wildly popular still despite everything actually because of all the controversy surrounding him no hmm, iba talaga saka kasi multiple candidates are are saying that they would be happy to get this endorsement right so iba yun sa niyon kasi of death kung kung buti kung wala, walang nagsasabi nun, pero meron mga nagsasabi nun. And actually, last thing ko lang na parang, you know how some candidates spin the endorsement of someone na medyo unusual bedfellow? Like in in the case yeah. of Isko, nung tininong siya na criticisms na si Moka Uson is already supporting him and yeah. what does he say about, her, you know, his commitment to combating this information, yung sagot ni Isko, baka naman nagbago na siya. So yun yung, <laughs> yun yung parang spin na, That was before, but maybe by her endorsing me, may, may subtext na gano'n eh, na parang baka, baka iba na. 
So yeah. I don't yeah. know if, if other right candidates will find a way around unusual endorsements for them and kind of justify it to their supporters na it's not bad. It actually proves that our campaign is inclusive and you know, parang can accept as many right. people as possible. It's really the middle ground. It's really the, the centrist um campaign. Ganon, ewan ko. Yeah. <laughs> or parang we can change them. Ganon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, ganon. We can change them complex. We can oh. fix Saka them. Alam mong funny din, kung halimbawa lang, halimbawa lang, um, hypothetical scenario, in-endorse ni Duterte si Len, and some of the, some people would say oh, parang, oh, okay lang yun, OG, OG Dilawan naman, or OG Liberal Party naman, sila Duterte because of her mother, di ba, na um, very Cory Aquino, something like that. Alam mo yun, tama yun, they will spin it to their advantage but there's always. There's a way, yeah, to make it palatable. But, yes. on a very side-side note, parang yung nabagat ka ni Pia, favorite ko yun, ang sama pakinggan, pero favorite ko yun, making, not making, asking a, a national candidate to explain alliances or endorsements that like on face value parang bakit ka willing mag, maging mag-share ng stage bakit ka willing paangat ng kamay sa politician na yan when uh, yung parang track record ng officials na yan medyo hindi tugma sa values mo um, i remember in 2016 i don't wanna i don't mention ng names kasi parang ungkatan masyado ng past but if you google who i covered in 2016 you you kind of get who i'm talking about parang the, the endorsement came from a big political clan that had uh, controversies tied to uh, illegal gambling. And the candidates who I interviewed, parang they were known as champ. Parang kung yung champion, yung china-champion nila, parang uh, good governance, diba? parang malinis na government, whatever, parang anti-corruption. So when we asked them, parang anong, ano to? Like, how could you reconcile your campaign slogan with this endorsement? So, parang yung sagot nila, sobrang labo in retrospect. Eh. Parang yung sagot nila something like, uh, hindi naman gambling yung pinag-uusapan natin sa election na to. Na parang, <laughs> isn't that kind of like, you know, part of your campaign, the, the, the base of your campaign, di ba? Parang yung core message mo. Pero parang, yun, parang interesting din how they answer to questions, not just from the media, but even their supporters, di ba? Na bakit, bakit kayo magkaalyado? Anong nangyari? Hmm. Parang si ano lang, Secretary Harry Roque lang, Bongbong Marcos, diba? From human rights lawyer, mm. opposing yeah. martial law, lawyering for the poor, and the human rights sector. And then, yeah. Tapos, alam mo, makikita mo talaga yun, na nagbabago talaga yung, talagang tumatalon-talon lang talaga sila. Like, in SMNA debate, diba, Harry Roque defended Bongbong Marcos about the atrocities of martial law, the same time yung mga court decisions and related issues. Sila lang, politicians sila at the end of the day. And they want to win. So they will consider accepting endorsements and yeah. siding with politicians that they don't necessarily agree with, with um, in terms of values and track record. Y- yung funny lang so, siguro dito lang. kasi may social media. Sorry, last na lang. Yung I... funny dito kasi may social media. May mga resibo ka kung ano yung stand ng mga tao na to in the not-so-distant past. Like, ang daling mag-ungkat ng tweet from 2009, kung anong sinabi mo sa stand na to. So, parang, di ba dati, parang mag-ungkat ka pa ng archives ng newspaper para lang i-prove na nag-flip-flop yung tao. Ngayon, just ko, mag-search ka lang sa Twitter, sa Facebook. Parang, every so often, nakikita ko sa feed ko, yung mga dating post ni Harry Roque, um, <laughs> na may nagko-comment lang na bump up, update, parang ganun. So, anyway, side story lang yun. Yeah. So anyway, yung dagdag ko lang naman dun sa sinabi ni Jairo kanina, no? And maganda rin yung isang comment dito ng isang nanonood sa Facebook. Um, sinabi niya basically na parang, it's a way of political survival then for local politicians. No? And this is true, di ba? And hindi lang naman local politicians actually, even yung mga party list groups din naman na dumidikit mm-hmm. sa mga certain presidentials. Important din sa kanila for them na dumikit dun sa mga taong yun para ma-associate sila and Siguro, hopefully for them to gain seats in Congress. So, yun. Important din yun for them. Right. So, siguro one last question we can leave for everyone kasi mag one hour na yung show natin is parang uh, in the sea of endorsements, right? Like how does one, like a voter, if kung voter ka, parang paano mo ma-assess yung endorsements kung importante ba siya sa'yo or hindi? Parang yung impact, like how do we help people understand what endorsements should mean to their own choices and how it should affect their choices. What's your take on that? 
kasi sa akin, I feel that with social media being such a game changer, anyone can be an influential endorser. Eh. Nakita natin na may mga groups na hindi naman organized before, that they organize themselves into a group so that for the pure, for the simple reason that they want to endorse a candidate. And, you know, these can be like anyone from the nurses of this hospital or or like the teachers in this public school. Just like, like by themselves, like gumagawa sila ng statement for a candidate. And I think that that's such a powerful thing that right now anyone can have the clout of an endorser. Kasi within our own circles naman, di ba? Parang maybe hindi kami popular, hindi kami famous um, sa buong Philippines, pero kilala ka in your community. So your endorsement will count for something if you put it out there. I can add to Pia. Um, I, I, I also believe in what you said, Pia. You are always going to be someone's best endorser. You don't have to be famous, but someone trusts you. Somebody will take your 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 word for it. Hindi kailangang artista ka. Pwede kaibigan mo to, nanay mo, tatay mo, kaibigan mo, kapatid. Kung nag-endorse ka, it will matter. I guess to take this step to uh, take this a step further, if you're going to endorse, hopefully you are trying to influence people who don't think the same way. Kasi kung mag-endorse ka, halimbawa sa echo, chain, echo chamber mo lamang, para saan bang endorse mo? Diba? Lokohan tayo, pare-pareho ng kulay. Exactly. So kung mag-influence ka, sulitin mo na. Try mo nang ilabas sa sarili mong um, konteksto. Yeah. Or, or like, what if the group you belong to endorse someone na hindi mo gusto? Uh, anong, what would you advise people to do? Oh man, secret naman yung balot mo eh. Okay lang yan. Hindi naman, oh, it's against yun. the law na makompel ka ipakita yung balot mo. Pero siguro <laughs> ano, ganito, lalo na kasi nga, ito yung discussion na, you know, like, lalo na the first time voters, the younger voters, madaling ma-influensyahan ng, uh, let's say, kahit, hindi lang celebrity, a celebrity, uh, influencer, even a sitting politician. If someone you adore or admire endorses X or Y, take it as a prompt hindi siya, alam mo yun, hindi siya utos na ito na rin iboto mo, siya na rin iboto. Parang prompt siya. So kung in-endorse niya si whoever, take it as a prompt to do your own research and to figure out, bakit, bakit why is my idol uh, parang vouching for this person? Why is my idol, kumbaga, putting his or her name on the line to endorse this, presiden- this presidential, vice presidential candidate? So prompt lang siya. Parang start siya ng research mo. Na, okay, baka I should look at, especially if if the if the person you idolize endorses someone who's not in your bubble or parang kumbaga hindi mo consider before baka prompt din yun to check out other candidates diba na uh, who might not enjoy the same name recall as other candidates so parang check mo din baka worth it din na to you know to see if that person deserves your vote as well okay so uh, kung wala nang additional answers to that, uh, I guess this is a really fruitful discussion. Endorsement, such a big thing. Big headline, but at the same time, we have to study kung what do these endorsements mean and what really is behind endorsements and make up our own mind about who to decide uh, we will vote for in May, on May 9, 2022. So, maraming salamat sa viewers namin, lalo na sa mga nagko-comment. Very active, very interesting insights. I wish we could read all of them, but sobrang dami, like, patong-patong sila. But we will endeavor to really feature your comments next time um and thank you again for watching and we hope that you can continue watching in the weeks to come where we will hold this weekly camping condos goodbye hi it's piranada again for this episode's and i quote segment listen to vice president lenny robredo's answer to rappler reporter mara cepeda's question about how she's able to justify an alliance with pantaleon alvarez a former enabler of president duterte how are you able to get past that very complicated uh, political history with the former speaker ano, ano kasi mara una 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 uh, speaker you do not need to apologize kasi over the course of our service naman to the country Meron mga bagay na hindi talaga pagkakasundoan. Um, hindi na yung mag- mga magkakampi, hindi naman expected na kakasundo sa lahat na bagay. Pero kami, wala namang kaming personal. Wala sa aming personal na disagreement. Um, when I filed my Certificate of Candidacy in October of 2021, I filed as an independent. Uh, sinabi ko sa inyo na yun yung aking mensa- ang, ang pinakamensahe ng pag-file pa sa independent. Bukas ako sa lahat. Uh, bukas ako sa lahat, uh, as long as nagkakaisa ang aming hangarin, 
para ayusin yung uh, ating, ating bansa. Yung, yung reforma naman, pareho yung aming hangarin to fix this country through good governance. And nagkakasundo kami na pareho yung aming mga pinaglalaban. Uh, meron siguro kami hindi pinagkasundoan in the past and most probably hindi kami aligned sa lahat na bagay. Pero ang, ang parati ko din sinasabi na um, ang, ang pinakamahalaga yung mga bagay na pinagkakasundoan nyo, hindi yung mga bagay na hindi nyo pinagkakasundoan. Thanks for listening till next week's episode.